for me, it's been a home run in two ways, on the racetrack and also building our brand here in Australia in our business. We finished first or second every year since 05, um, which was... Uh, I knew it was fast before, and I proved it very it's, it's motor racing, you know, you can't really just look at the last race of the year. You have to look at, uh, it starts at Adelaide and it ends at Newcastle. But... From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Hello and welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock is enjoying his Christmas break. Happy Christmas and I uh, hope you're enjoying Boxing Day here as Australia gets set to take on India. I know all the cricket lovers out there have been uh, chomping at the bit for this Boxing Day test. But I digress. This week's show, well... With the teams on holidays now for the Christmas break, we do have some great interviews. Dave Stewart is the outgoing Chief Technical Officer of Supercars and the incoming man, Adrian Burgess, who's moved from Techno Autosport into Head Office. We'll hear from those two about their roles and... uh, particularly from Adrian, his future. We'll also hear from a young driver out of the Super 2 Series, Brody Kostecki, and uh, he's had an interesting 2019, and we'll be hoping to build on it at Kostecki Brothers Racing. Of course, Brody is the cousin of the uh, Kostecki Brothers Racing outfit. You know, being able to you know build the relationship that you know me and Jason Gray have now has pro- probably been, you know, you know, one of the biggest things to the turning point on the back end of the season. Lee Holsworth has been confirmed at Tickford, and with that announcement, it would seem that there are only two spots left to be confirmed on the supercar main game grid. They are both at Kelly Racing. Auto Action has reported that supercar CEO Sean Seymour is spending the Christmas break in the USA on a working holiday as he looks to continue to develop partnerships with leading motorsport series around the world and finding potential partners for the Gold Coast 600. Stephen Bartholomew is reporting at supercars.com that Craig Lowndes has anointed Chaz Mostert as the heir to his fan base. Mostert has often described Lowndes as a friend and mentor. Mostert has also this week been confirmed as part of the BMW factory effort at the Bathurst 12 hour next month. The knockout qualifying will be expanded in 2019 with Simmons Plains, Phillip Island, Barbagello, Winton, Hidden Valley, Queensland Raceway and The Bend all featuring the popular format. Supercars have also announced that Winton, Hidden Valley, Queensland Raceway, Tail and Bend and the Gold Coast will have one extra set of tyres across the weekend. They are also actively encouraging teams to enter wildcards across the season to help increase grid numbers now that the series is down to 24 main game entries. The WA Sports Car Club has announced that Barbagello will undergo a full resurface ahead of the Super Night event. Pertec has also confirmed that they will be the official sponsor of the event, expanding their involvement from just being part of the Pertec Cup. The Super 2 Series will feature 14 races, with three in Adelaide, two each in Barbagello, Townsville, Sandown and Newcastle, with Bathurst Race returning to championship status. Will Brown has been confirmed, and he will be with Eccleston for a second year in 2019. So after the break, it's Dave Stewart and Adrian Burgess, here on Inside Supercars. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, through the years, a lot of reference this race is one of our majors. 600 miles around here is no easy task. Uh, we're able to beat the two levels to the boys and, uh, and meet Anthony Bigley in the final, which uh, we were able to have, um, take the win off him. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for the uh, Raptor family. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. It's Tony Whitlock with David Stewart. In the final days of his V8 supercar world, he moves into a new one. Welcome mm. on board. Thank you, Tony. So you've been in this job now for how many years? Four and a half. Four and a half, this one. And yeah. before that, it was uh, Erebus? Uh, Erebus and Stone Brothers. Erebus. And that was how long? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And then before that, it was Dick Johnson Racing, yeah. uh, which was, I think, about six or seven. Yeah, okay. So now you're crossing over to another world. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Some people might say it's the dark side. It's the dark side. Well, it's another world. I just another world, and and in fact, also having to at some stage move uh, geographically. Yeah, yeah. So I've accepted a position with Cams as the manager of uh, safety and racing operations. Okay. Uh, and of course, Cams is uh, located in Melbourne. So there's uh, you know change of career, change of state. We've never lived in uh, Victoria before. Yes. So Yeah, it's a lot of new, a uh, lot no, of new exciting. <laughs> A lot of new exciting things happening. Yeah, right. Um, so your responsibilities when you say safety and operations? Yeah, so I'm taking over uh, the well, part of the role, the safety role, is the role that uh, Bruce Keyes held yes. for many, many years. As, uh, and he was the, the, the National uh, Track Inspector. So uh, the role encompasses that. And then the racing operations is, uh, is working as the Super 2 race director for next year. And uh, as the deputy race director to Tim for the for the championship series, okay. plus uh, some other roles, um, race director roles within the Shannon series. That's things I didn't know were part of this job. That, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Well, boy, you've um, certainly now got a full spectrum of the experience needed for doing that job, uh, having yeah. been on the receiving end of those decisions being made and, and all those sort of things. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, over the last two years, uh, this is the, 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 the end of the second year where we revamped and re- reviewed and revamped the uh, judicial process for supercars. Uh, so I've had a lot to do with that. Had a lot to do with the stewards, Michael Massey as, as the, the incumbent uh, uh, deputy race director. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's, uh, you know, certainly a change to what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And of course, before Dick Johnson's, there was a world of motorbikes. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, how many years were we there? Uh, well, I was with, well, that was really my career up until, yeah, until yeah. going to Dick Johnson's. So, as a rider, you know, I started riding when I was, uh, you know, I started riding late, really. I started riding in my, in my mid teens. Yep. Uh, and raced for uh, 10 to 15 years. Yep. Uh, then worked in teams both uh, in Europe and uh, Australia. Uh, with the final team being the Ducati dealer team, uh, we moved back to Australia and I worked for the Ducati dealer team. Yeah. Worked for Ballards, 
uh, in his racing operation for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I've been. Uh, it's really so my life. <laughs> being a non-competitor is already something you've adjusted to. Yeah. And you no longer sort of start sort of jumping to sort of. Ah, oh, you still you you never you never uh, lose that competitive uh, twitch. Right. You know? Okay. All right. That's that's one thing about working in in this side of the business is, you know, Sunday night. There'll be there'll be a team off celebrating a championship win, which is you know just a fantastic feeling. Uh, uh, but we you know our I guess you know what I say to our, our people here is that our you know our championship is providing a great event. You know having having an event like Newcastle or you know yeah. Bathurst where you've got so many spectators and it goes off well. You know and you yeah. provide great entertainment and, and you provide the platform for this great racing. Well, Dave Stewart, wonderful. I've known you in a number of different roles, and I'm certainly <laughs> yeah. pleased that you'll be coming to Melbourne, and I look forward to catching up with you, yeah, in which case I will be asking more questions about different subjects. But thank Absolutely. you. Look forward to it. Thanks. Inside Supercars with Adrian Burgess, who, maybe not today, but very soon will leave Techno, where he's been the last two years. One year, I'm sorry. One year. Um, you came to Australia in nine? 2006. Six. Yeah. Well, it's been a while now. Yeah, it has. It has indeed. Yeah. I mean, I can remember the rumours of you coming and you turned up at Barbagello, I believe. I did, yeah. just came out for the weekend to meet Dick and the team and um, with DJR, obviously. And, yeah, I liked what I saw and decided to accept the offer and came back and I think I've got sort of first official time. I think August, August the 1st, I sort of landed in Australia and, and then saw out the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've had along the way a few championships, which have been terrific, yeah. um, and a few race and round wins and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're moving to a new era. I am. Yeah. Now, I mean, when, I... when did you first start working in a race team? Oh, that's too long ago. It was 1985. Oh, June, okay. June 85 was my first sort of race event um, in Zandvoort in Holland. Formula Four. Uh, Formula Four 2000. Yep. And then into Formula 3 and did that for a few years, you know, successfully as well, won championships in Macau and things like that. Yep. Yeah, and then ended up in Formula 1 as a little 20-year-old yeah. in 1990. Yeah. And, yeah. Pinching yourself, am I really doing this? Yeah, there's a, little, a few of those moments when you're working with people like Senna and Berger and, yeah. and those guys and then Prost and that. And then, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a good time and I look back on it fondly. So, um, yeah, I'm quite lucky. All right, now you're making the move to another world, one you've never been in before. Oh look, I'm, yeah, I mean I've always worked in race teams, so no, 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 but I mean the world on the other side. Yeah, no, like I'm gonna say, yeah, I mean I've always been this side of the the fence, you know, in, in race team land for thirty odd years. But um, you know, he, obviously in my role, you know, I've been in my sort of management, uh, senior management for a fair while now, and you spend a lot of time in sort of board meetings, commission meetings, and. Yeah, in Formula One, I was in the team manager's working group, so I've had exposure to this, you know, the new side of the fence, you know, a lot in the last sort of 15, 20 years of my career. So, yeah, it will be different coming to an event and not sort of competing, you know, down in pit lane. But um, I think I'm, you know, I've got a good idea of what it's going to be like. But for sure, it will be strange, you know, being in, uh, in Adelaide and not not having a car that I'm rooting for so, uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it it's an incredibly uh, successful series we've got such a great series and, and great racing and great teams and drivers in it and it will be, be interesting for me having a different take on you know what my focus should be 
Um, but there's a lot of work we need to do within supercars to make uh, to keep it as it is, you know, keep the racing good, but make it more sustainable. Make sure we got you know 26 cars on the grid, not 24, and making sure all those teams that are here now are are able to keep coming back year on year. And, you know, so we've got to look at costs and keep things like that under control, but without um, without taking anything away from the product because we have got a great product. Obviously, the series has kept its. Uh, enjoyment for you I mean you're involved yeah. and you have in it it's everything that you thought it was going to be then oh, I love it I mean I love my racing it's the only career I've ever had and, um, yeah. but supercars specifically yeah. yeah I think it's a I've been lucky to work in lots of good championships and winning everything I've done and I've done that here but this is such a good series and you know we all say it but you know, when you've got nearly the whole field covered in six, seven tenths on the grid, is it's impressive. You can't get that anywhere else. Yeah. So you know, I do enjoy it here. I love working in Australia, and I'm, I'm lucky to be part of this series. And, and now, I'll, yeah, I'll go into another sort of era for me, I suppose. And coming out of Team Lambert, going into administration and, and governance and, and um, promoting of events and things. So no, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. I think I've got something that can offer to the series as well sometimes when I talk to people who are outside the sport on the fringe of it they say oh you need to make the racer closer and I go hang on you can't make it closer and we have great parity across not only cars but teams and, you know, there's an enormously high skill level in drivers and the engineering of these cars um, it's obviously you have to manoeuvre things so you get good racing that's obviously part of the challenge that you'll have yeah, we obviously want to keep the good racing, but we got we still have to keep looking to the future. You know, Gen Three. You know what we're going to be racing in in 2020, 21. You know, 22. What the manufacturers want. We're constantly um, considering those guys and and how to how we keep them the ones the incumbents we've got. How we attract more. You know where our next team owner is coming from. You know we need to work out what we want to do or what we can do to. Encourage the you know the Michael Ritters and McElrays and Ben Eggleston's and Matty White those guys who are you know operating in the in the category below what we can do to bring those into the sport we, we've always got to keep working on what we've got to make it sustainable and where we are in five years ten years fifteen years time and you know I'm looking forward to being part of that process and, and working closely with the teams that are here now so there's there's always things to do and inside supercars we look forward to Avery watching the way in which you instigate and initiate those sort of things so best of luck with it all and we look forward to what's in the future good thank you very much thank you it will be fascinating to see how it all lines up there at the mothership under Adrian Burgess's reign and already we see a cost saving plan taking in place Dave Stewart and Adrian Burgess talking to Tony Whitlock there at Newcastle. After the break, we catch up with Brody Kostecki. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. This year in Formula 3, I think it's a fantastic environment for me to be doing that. However, I believe for myself, uh, a sustainable career in tin tops such as Fiat Supercars in Australia is where I see myself. Second crack at the Australian time since we've been back and a bit unlucky the first time that we end up with a win there at Speedway City uh, two weeks ago. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au Join in the conversation post your thoughts on our Facebook page and to ask a question email insiders at sportradio.com.au Welcome back to Inside Supercars we're here with Brody Kostecki the newest not winner because this is your third win for the year 
uh, with KBR uh, here at Newcastle. So that was pretty good work. Off the line, great. Yeah, we just um, you know qualified well throughout the um, you know the day yesterday, and the car's been not too bad on the green tyre. So uh, we worked on race pace throughout practice, and um, I knew you know if I could just get the jump on Chris on the start line, that you know I'd, I'd probably be able to drive away or or, or just hold him off because passing is quite quite tough around here. So. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty straightforward race. Kind of got clean air and just kept my eyes forward, and uh, we ended up coming home first. Okay, so um, the fact have you always been good off the line? I mean, is that something that's part of your racing? No, it's actually I've, I haven't been very good this year. Um, it's only sort of the recent past sort of three rounds um, that I've been able to sort of get you know get the car off the line. So um, hopefully, you know, there's one more race to go today, um, and you know, I'll see if I can try to do the same thing. I know you haven't been testing, but how have you developed? skill to do it? Um, just come up with you know different methods on trying to warm the car up and you know warm the rear tyre up and you know just small things like that you know play a big factor into the start line so um, I think probably just going through some of my procedures inside the car and you know just tuning them up a little bit has probably been the key factor. You've been noticed by a lot of people uh, for the right reasons um, in qualifying well you've, uh, you've had a one pole issue? Yeah I had one pole by default um over oh, okay. Gary because he um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've also been right up the top in the last three or four rounds yeah the last three rounds I haven't started worse than seconds so I've had a you know a string of seconds in the last three rounds you're gaining confidence in the car because you haven't been in before this year you hadn't been in it yeah I think you know this year you know, sort of halfway through the season was probably the turning point for myself just being able to you know be confident in you know in what I wanted from the car so being able to sort of you know, trust myself a bit more and, you know, being able to, you know, build the relationship that, you know, me and Jason Gray have now has probably been, you know, you know, one of the biggest things to the turning point on the back end of the season. Yeah, indeed. Now, you spent some time in the States racing in a development series in NASCAR. What cars were they? Um, it was called the NASCAR k Pro Series. It was the, the equivalent to, you know, the, the Dunlop Super 2 Series here. So, um, you know, big horsepower, 700 horsepower, um, um, not a very aerodynamic car, you know, very heavy. So we did two road courses throughout the season um, uh, when I raced those and was Where able to pole. Uh, one was at Watkins Glen, one was at VIR. So Watkins Glen, that's quite yeah, so I was able to pole, pole Watkins Glen, and you know, I learned quite of, you know, quite a lot of stuff over there. You know, to sort of, I think that sort of translated over and into these cars. Yeah. Okay. All right. How long were you there? Um, I was there for four years total. Total four years. Yep. How old are you now? Uh, 21, just right. recently. You're very lucky to have done so much in a very short time. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say that you know, I don't have much experience in you know this category, but overall, being able to do those four years over there is equivalent of doing 10 years racing here. So yeah, yeah, they're big lumpy cars. Yeah. You have to learn how to manage. Yeah, them. and you know, it's just one of these things where we race every week. So you know, that sort of was able to help me, I think, jumping into these cars, you know, just being able to sort of learn, learn everything straight away. Okay. What are the plans from here? You finished racing for the year. Yeah, I think, you know, we're just going to have sort of, you know, pretty relaxed off-season and sort of just get ready for next year. And, you know, our plan is to run um, Super 2 again, so um, out of the family outfit and just sort of try, try work on try putting a full season together and, you know, try, try bring home a championship trophy. My thanks to Brody Kostecki and Tony Whitlock there speaking at Newcastle. And after the break, well, 
we wrap things up here on this week's Boxing Day edition of Inside Supercars. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. And, you know, every, every year I see Jackie's Coup Grand Prix and I just remind myself of, of his part in, in starting the, the path to safer cars. Dissecting the sport with interviews, news and opinion. Jack Brabham certainly left his mark not only on Australian motorsport but motorsport all around the world. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation. Post your thoughts on our Sport Radio Facebook page. Thanks for joining us this year on Inside Supercars. We're going to start a series next week week with the fathers of some of the supercar drivers. As I mentioned last week, we'll have Eddie Mostert, Mick Caruso, John Blanchard, Robert Gavan Gisberg, and just to name a few. And we'll be getting their point of view of what life is like to be a father of a racer. Some of these guys were racers in their own right. Others, well, they just watched from afar, but have really enjoyed what their sons have been able to achieve. One man who's certainly no stranger to the limelight of motor racing is Dick Johnson. And here's a taste of what's coming up next week when Tony Whitlock speaks to Dick about motor racing and, more particularly, about his son's motor racing. It's unfortunate he didn't get the opportunities he should have had, but um, it was a little bit out of my control. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Supercars. My thanks to... Adrian Burgess, Dave Stewart, Brody Kostecki and of course Tony Whitlock. Next week, as I mentioned, we'll be starting our Father Series as you heard Dick Johnson there. I hope you can join us next time round on Inside Supercars. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.